Okay, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today the title of my message is Suddenly. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said that when we gathered in your name, you'd be here. And so we believe that you are. We just want to acknowledge your presence. And we thank you for teaching us. We thank you for all the things that you do for us to, to get your revelation knowledge to us. We just thank you that you never give up on us and you're so good. Thank you for all you did for us. We give you all the glory. So good. He's so good to us. He really is. And today I want to tell you about something he did in my life. And it was a suddenly. And um, it started with, um, I had actually, was just I was just going to take some time just to be with him and seek him in some things. And then um, the computer started acting up. And... Um, it actually, it's my son's computer, and we use it for videos. And it started not working, just seemed to be when I did a video. He started showing me what was wrong with it, at least one part of it, and, and we did that. And um, my, my son is really um, good at fixing computers, so he was doing it himself. And, but we got a little frustrated because that wasn't working. And I started calling those things to be not as though they were. And that didn't seem to be working either. And that always works for me. It always does. But so in that, we, we got some information about how it could be a costly thing to um, the part that the computer would need. And, you know, I was just seeking God. I was feeling, I mean, if your computer is not working, you're feeling a little bit under the weather, if you're anything like me. Because we use our computer for everything, at least we do. So anyway, um, I was just seeking God, and he started showing me something that he asked me to do that I didn't do. And so he was showing me that I wasn't right with him, and um, it had to do with the computer. And so I quickly got that right, and I started thinking about the last time he told me to do that. And I just thought, I can't do that. It's too hard. And then I forgot about it. And so it wasn't something I was really doing on purpose, not doing on purpose. But we get that mindset of thinking things are too hard. And really, we can't do anything aside from him. And so what I should have done is what I did this time. And I said, okay. I'm going to do it, but I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it because you tell me to do it. And so I did this thing, and um, before this, the, the computer, the, it looked hopeless. It looked like um, we would have to spend a lot of money and maybe it wouldn't be worth getting it fixed because nothing we did seemed to work, and it just kept crashing. And so then, two days after I did what I was supposed to do, um, we used the computer and it was like brand new. It was quiet. It started right up. It didn't crash. God touched the computer. We had our suddenly. And that's how he works. When you have faith action, and part of the faith action is being obedient to him, then his power is present to work. You know, so often, um, you know, we call those things to be not as though they were. Maybe you've tried it a few times. And then when it doesn't work, you just couldn't give up. I just felt like God wanted me to share this with you today to tell you don't give up because there's always something in the way. And James tells us 
that if we miss one law, we've broken all the law. And so anything God tells you to do that you don't do is disobedience. It's breaking all the law. And so I just got this one thing under my belt and I felt better and I had more joy than I had before and our time together was awesome and he gave me the ability to do that thing that I didn't think I could do the thing that I didn't want to do I couldn't do it without him and um, he just he he just gave me that wisdom the revelation knowledge and I'll just share part of that with you and what I did is I said I can do this I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I just believed I could do what he was telling me to do. I decided to believe. I decided to tell myself that I can do it and it will be great and it will be fun. And it was. It was all of the above. And so when you get in a situation that um, you think is too hard, all you have to do is talk yourself out of that lie. Because that's the enemy. If he can get you in disagreement with God, then he did exactly that. You're not in agreement with him. And then what you ask doesn't happen. What you say doesn't happen. And I just want to say this again. It's so marvelous. It's so wonderful. It's so awesome. That computer just did not look like it was going to get any better. And then just suddenly, just like that, two days after in the morning, I started it up and it worked perfectly ever since. It did everything that it did before, quicker, better, faster. And so that is what I wanted to share with you today. And God wants you to know that your life can be blessed too. And, you know, I just want to clarify, you know, some people might think, well, then God probably did that to your computer because you weren't listening to him. No, he didn't. But when we don't obey him, we just live under the curse. We open the door for the enemy to come in. And so the things that aren't happening in your life are because the enemy has talked you into not doing something that God told you to do, like making you think it's too hard, or maybe he has you in unforgiveness. But whatever it is, God is going to show that to you. And you might have to just take some time alone to be with him. And I thought that was extremely awesome how that all worked out together, that he had already been calling me to spend some time alone with him. And then that happened right in the middle of it. Like he knew that was going to happen. He did. And he wanted me to have that fixed. And in no time it was fixed. And that isn't the first thing that... Um, actually, I had this really, really old computer. And um, my son kept saying, I don't know how that is working. But I knew how it was working because I called it to work. I believe that God was going to keep it working. And he does those things when you are in agreement with him. Right? John 15, 1 through 8, he said, and I know I say this a lot, but it's so true and we don't get it. I'm the vine, Father's the vine dresser, you're the branches. And when we're in agreement, you can ask whatever you will and it will be done for you. So we have to be in agreement with him. And when we're in agreement with him, then we can ask then we can call those things to be not as though they were. Jesus said the same thing in Mark 11. He said, if you have constant faith, whatever you say, whatever you ask, if you believe and if you don't have anything against anyone, then what you say will happen. And that's the way it's supposed to be. And so when we call those things to be not as though they were, when we're asking and it's not working, I just want to encourage you to go to God and find out why it's not working.
um, is talking of suddenly, and I just feel God prompting me to tell another testimony. Um, I don't know if you've heard it or not. I've told it a few times, but he's prompting me, so I'm going to tell it. And um, I had shattered my kneecap. It was Christmas time, and I tripped over a wire fence that I forgot I had up, and my knee hit some rocks, some pretty big size rocks. And it took my breath away, and I was alone, and um, I was just really thinking I was going to die. And the Holy Spirit said, just take some deep breaths. And I did that. I, I tried making a few phone calls, and I couldn't get through to anybody. And he was there for me. Anyway, at the time, I was taking care of my mom, and um, oh, and the reason I knew my kneecap was shattered is because he told me that. I used to go to the doctor a lot and be disappointed, but then when I found out Jesus was my healer and he was my doctor and I could confide in, trust in, and rely on him, I started going to him. And so um, I didn't go to the doctor, but I knew what he showed me. My knee was probably three times as big as normal. It was swollen. It was, apparently, and it was hot, and I was taking care of my mom at the time, and so I was limping around, and I was taking her here and there, and to the doctor, and um, then I had a couple days off where I had to myself, and I was telling God at that time, I wanted to run, and I said, I got to run down that road, and he said, I don't know what's stopping you. And all of a sudden, I knew he was talking about James, where it says that faith without action is dead, James 2.17. So I got on my running gear, and I started running down that road, and I didn't even think that I could run, but I did, and on the way back, he touched me. Suddenly, he touched me, and I was healed. And the reason I knew it was not only that the pain was gone like that, but the heat was gone, it was winter out, and my knee was cold. And I touched it and realized he touched me. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And with a computer, I was having faith action too. Because I continued to call it healed. I continued to call it to work in Jesus' name. And I kept starting it. And I kept trying and kept trying. And then I did that obedience thing that he told me to do. God is a rewarder. And he actually wanted me to read this today. Galatians 6.9 let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in the season, for in due time and in the appointed season, we will reap if we do not loosen, relax our courage, and faint. And we so often do that, you know, before, you know, we, we give God a time limit and we're always thinking it's God and it's not Him, it's us. And that's why He's talking about due season because you got to believe and not faint. You have to believe and be open even for that correction. You know, if if you're in unforgiveness or whatever it is, disobedience, whatever he tells you to fix, if you fix it, then your due season is going to come quickly. It is. He is so good. You know, he, he just, he has answers for us if we just would listen. We just have to have that the same faith all the time. We have to just keep believing no matter what and then be open for that correction because God is never wrong. He's right. He's perfect. 
And if it's not working, we're missing it somewhere. And he is more than willing to show us that. And then all we have to do is make the decision to fix it. And so whatever is going on in your life, seek him and find out what it is that is keeping that answer from coming. And he will show you. He is good. He's faithful and he wants things to work out for you. He's on your side. He is. He wants you to prove his will is good and perfect. He wants you to bring glory to his name. He wants you to ask whatever you will and it will happen because then as you wear his name, as he said in John 15, 8, you're bringing glory to the Father. When you ask what you will, you prove to be a true disciple of his and then you bring glory to his name. Then you're able to give all kinds of good testimonies about how good he is and what good he did for you. But you got to be willing to be corrected. You know, he has a way of living in his kingdom. And we got to be walking down that narrow path. And if we scoot to the right or to the left, then we're off that path. And then he can't do in our lives what he wants to do. And so as we obey him, he can do that thing. We have his power in our lives as long as we stay hanging on to that vine. And we don't depart from him. We don't go our own way. You know, if I want to fix that, if I want to have been willing to do what God told me to do, then I'm pretty sure that that computer wouldn't even be around anymore because it didn't sound like it was worth the money to fix it, but to go get a new one. And you know, why get a new one when this one works? And it's a nice computer. And you know, God, he can do anything. And I don't know what he did, and we don't care what he did. We just love that he did it. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And so just wanted you to know that today. And if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, to be your God, to do all those wonderful things in your life, then I just want to um, encourage you to do that. He said in Revelation 3.20, he's waiting. He's just waiting. He's knocking at the door of your heart waiting for you to invite him in. And when you invite him in, he comes in. He said he'll dine with you, right? That means he's going to hang out with you. If he's going to dine with you, he's going to be there with you all the time. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to be your counselor, your standby, anything that you need. In fact, he told the disciples he was going to go and the Holy Spirit was going to come and take his place. And he, the Holy Spirit would tell us things to come. He would remind us of the things that Jesus already said. He'd be our counselor, our standby, anything we need. And so he's going to teach you. He's going to teach you how to live in his kingdom, how to call those things to be not as though they were. He's going to teach you how to be obedient, how to stay on the vine, and why you want to stay on the vine. Because if you stay on the vine, you're living in his kingdom, and you'll be blessed in the city and blessed in the country, blessed when you go in. Blessed when you go out. Bless, bless, bless. So, let's say that prayer. Jesus, we thank you so much that you want to bless us. That you want good for us. You said that you came that we may have life till the full until it overflows. And so we just receive that. We receive that by faith. We know that as we obey you, we're going to have that good life that you want us to have. And we just receive it from you right now. We ask you that you would just continue to teach us. Just show us who you are and how to help us to be 
as committed to you as you are to us. We love you so much and give you all the glory. Give you all the glory. He is so good. He's so in love with you. And if you said that prayer and you meant it, he is living on the inside of you. And eventually you'll even feel him. He is tangible. And you're going to hear him talking to you. And what you want to do is look at the word John 1.1. 1, 1 tells us he is his word. So when you look at the word, you're looking at him. You're getting to know him. You're finding out his opinion. And he's going to teach you how to walk in his way. He is. He's so good. He's so in love with you. So if you said that prayer, I would so much love it if you would let me know. And you can't do anything apart from him. You really can't. And so thanks so much for listening today. And God bless you.